Hi friend, this is Tammy Sue, and I hope I can encourage you today. I want to, first of all, thank God that he connected us. You know, this podcast is a simple act of my obedience because God has told me that I needed to be faithful in the little things. And one of the things that he has asked me to do right now is to share my journey about healing from within. And it doesn't matter to me the size of the audience, how many views I get, or how many people listen to me, that none of that honest does not matter to me. Because as long as God connects my heart with the person that he wants to connect it with, and if I can encourage the person that he has prepared for me that is going to be listening to this, then you know what? That's good for me. Because as long as it's just me and you having this conversation, I am completely good with that. Okay? So saying all that, um, it's 440 in the morning. I am in South Carolina and it is in August and it is a chilly 75 degrees out. Now people laugh at me um, when I say when it gets to 70, I'm ready to put my hoodie on. And I think it's just because, you know, it's so hot here. The humidity is so hot that our blood gets a little thinner. And I am a cold weather wimp. It is so funny to think that I grew up in Maryland. I went to Bible college in Maine. And I don't know if I could live in either one of those places now. I think that I have just gotten extremely spoiled from living in the South. And once it gets a little chilly, I'm a cold weather wimp. Now, I will say I do enjoy the four seasons. I do enjoy um, having a touch of it all. So, like, I do like to go back um, up north or into the mountains so I can enjoy the four seasons for a little bit. But um, I particularly... Now, I don't like it 115 either. Um, I could live somewhere where it's 70s, 80s all the time my body would just take a little bit of adjusting I think (laughs) but um, don't get me too much cooler without a hoodie but anyway saying all that I'm on my way to the gym this morning Um, I try to get there by 5 a.m. so I can get my day started both uh, spiritually physically mentally and just emotionally just everything comes together for me when I can spend this time with God and this time with you and um, my rest of my day just comes together beautifully but when I get to the point where I get so busy that I forget to spend time with God then my world can kind of find a fall apart really really fast so today I want to speak to you and I want to share my heart with you about four the broken down believer. Now that could be you or it could be somebody that you are you know or somebody you're that is in your circle. Somebody that is um in, around you like you somebody you you soon as I said a broken down believer that person that you thought about 
you know, um, I think we all know them. I think we all have seen them. And sometimes those broken down believers are standing behind our pulpits. Sometimes those broken down believers are the ones leading our children. Sometimes that broken down believer is the one who is barely hanging on and wondering if, if, it, if all of this is even worth it. I want to talk to that person or to you about that person. Guys, this is my experience. This is what's going on in my life. And this is where I'm at right now. First of all, I want just a background. I grew up in a Christian home. I had a wonderful mother, a wonderful father. Um, a lot of things I'm learning now, you know, that the reason I was brought up certain ways. One was a lot of, um, there was a lot of immaturity in my parents' spiritual walk. They were baby Christians raising us as children. And so one thing that my mother had great faith and my father had a great strength, um, it came with stubbornness and it came with being set in his ways. Now, I love him. I love my mom. And I am very thankful for the things that they instilled in me. But as I got older, my stubbornness, my being set in my ways, and all of that, that was learned behavior, I I imitated those that were around me. I became um, very set in my ways, especially about religion. Like if it was, if you didn't believe the way I believed, are you really saved? And oh my word, I don't think that at all anymore. So thank God you didn't know me then. And if you did know me then and you know me now, I hope that you see some change. (laughs) But what I'm trying to say is like I was one of those believers that was hanging on by a thread. I was doing I was always doing. I was always going, 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 doing, 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 serving, 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 leading, leading, leading. I was always doing that. I was always so busy because in somewhere in my head, I thought that if we weren't busy in the ministry, we weren't doing the ministry. And I, friend, I am here to tell you that is a lie that the devil uses, that is a tool that the devil uses to destroy believers, to destroy beat and beat them down and to make them feel that they are unworthy, to make them doubt themselves, to make them feel that what they have to, to offer is not good enough because they are constantly trying their best to be all that they think they should be by being busy. But let me tell you, that is not how God, God does not intend for us to come to him completely broken and stay that way. God wants to heal us. God wants to take all of our broken pieces and, and, and put them all back together and use them for his glory. You know, now, now in this time in our world, this time in our lives, we need to be the most prepared the strongest 
believers that we can be because the world needs us more now than ever. Um, It's a scary feeling, honestly. But when you stop and you think it is not your job, it is not my job to save this whole world. (laughs) It is God's job. It is uh, the way that the Holy Spirit works. He works inside of each and every one of us believers. And it is through the Holy Spirit that each one of us can minister, can touch, can change, can God's love can shine in our world, in our area. Okay, for me, I have a very distinctive circle right now. I have a very small, um, I don't like the word platform, but that's what comes to my mind. But I have a very small um, area of influence right now in my life. And let me tell you this. I am so much happier being exactly where I feel that I am supposed to be. Now, I am not going to say that all of the stuff that I've done is not going, God's not going to use it. Because I believe Romans 8.28 is so real and that all things work together according to those for those who love the Lord. And I believe that God will take every one of those experiences that I've had and he'll turn it around and he will use it somewhere, somehow, some way for his glory because he knew my heart. He knew all I wanted to do was tell people about Jesus. My thing was connecting the broken people to a church. That was what I thought I had to do. But that's not what I have to do. I had to find that broken person and connect them to Jesus, directly to Jesus. Okay, so, and I'm not saying anything about a local church. I'm not saying anything about the church. I think that every person needs to find their circle of um, people, fellowship that will fit for their lives. But what I am saying is, as we continue, okay, so for me, I was busy, 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 busy. I was one, I was broken. I was a broken down believer. When I um, graduated Bible college, went into the ministry, was in the ministry with my first husband, and we were in the ministry together. Things happened that just were not good. I was immature in a lot of ways, uh, spiritually too. Um, and I did not have, there was not one person that was feeding into my life at that time to help me as a baby Christian or not so much a baby Christian, but, um, a a new wife, um, a new spiritual role in my life. There was nobody there to feed into me that I was listening to. There was people in my life condemning me. There was people in my life judging me. There was people in my life comparing me constantly to somebody else. And I have lived with that all my life. But I will say this. Looking back now, during that time when 
my marriage fell, I mean, it busted apart. It busted apart bad. Um, there was absolutely no saving it. Um, I had a pastor's wife. I was broken. I was just like, oh my God, what am I going to do? My life, nobody in my world at that time did I know ever was divorced because the religion that I was raised in, if you got divorced, you were going straight to hell. And, um, so, you know, there was a lot of miserable marriages all around me that people were just stuck together, staying together. And, um, so when I was going through, my world was falling apart. I was breaking down because in my world, I loved him in my thinking. I loved him. But more than anything, I didn't want people to judge me. I didn't want people to think I was a less than Christian because I was going through a divorce. But looking back now, 26, 30, 30 I, don't, I don't even know how many years, more than 25, less than 30 years ago, looking back, I can say this, thank God for being there and thank God for being my lighthouse that I held on to because this pastor's wife, I was, it was Goodwill. I was buying something, the change of weather. My daughter was little and I was getting something at Goodwill for her, for either like a, a outside decoration, something to do with the fall. And I was at Goodwill and I remember crying. I was just crying. I, I, I was walking around Goodwill. My little girl was in the cart and I just remember she was so happy and my heart was just so broken and I remember crying and I remember her reaching up and wiping my tear and I remember walking across the this parking lot to get to my car and thinking God why 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 well then out of the corner of my eye I caught a pastor's wife and she had seen me caught her eye and she seen me she comes across and she obviously could tell I was crying and I was putting my daughter in the car seat and I came back out and, and I was just saying I just don't know where I went wrong and she said to me well I don't think you're praying enough well let me tell you I never wanted to throw punch a pastor's wife ever ever before or probably ever ever after that but I wanted to throw a punch her right there in the freaking Goodwill parking lot because she had no clue how much I was praying. She had no clue how much I wanted my marriage to work. <laughs> but the prayers that I was praying was, God, let your will be done. God, let your will be done. God, let your will be done. Let me line up to your will. Okay, so for whatever reason... I went through a horrible, horrific divorce. Lots and lots of bitterness, lots and lots of hate. And I carried that around. I hated that man. I don't know how you can go from loving somebody to hating somebody, but I somehow figured it out because I, and let me tell you, I carried that around for years years and um, years but let me tell you this 
I was a broken down believer. I never, ever, ever stopped believing that God loved me and that God had a calling on my life. I knew it. I just didn't know how to find it. And I had no clue. I had no hope. And I was barely hanging on. And you know, our worlds are full of those people that are barely hanging on. Now, it may not be in that situation. It may be through grief. It may be through whatever. But there are believers that are around us that people have passed judgment on because they do not know their circumstance. And because of that, they have passed judgment. They have um, condemned them. They have broken them down. They beat them down more. And our world is full of that. Our circles are full of people like that. And so today, I am like set out uh, for whatever reason. My um, radar is so in tune with a woman. I'm drawn to women's ministry. With a women who are feeling that and, and holding on. It's almost like God has allowed me to grant those women permission to have a safety place in, in, in my world. Because, see, I didn't have a safety place. I didn't have anybody to come to me and, I, and encourage me. I didn't have that. I, and I wish I would have. If I would have had that, I can guarantee you I would not have been so broken majority of my second marriage I've been married to my husband for 21 years it'll be 21 years next week and yeah 21 and let me tell you I feel that if I would have had somebody lifting me up that I would not have been broken for so long and carried that baggage around for so long into my marriage and so it's almost like I am set out and I am ready to help encourage to strengthen that broken down believer and to make sure that they know you know God's got you even though it may not be your plan even though it may not be working the way that you wanted to you have got to trust it somewhere way down 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 deep in your heart you have got to trust that um that god has everything under control and that god is going to make to take everything and turn it around for his glory now i don't know how that's going to look like we are all different of stories we have every everybody has a different character but i do know this I do know that if you trust, continue to trust him, if the person that you are around that is beaten down, if you offer hope to them and you just, just encourage them to continue on their journey and you, you encourage them to be all that they can be, even if they're broken down, to hold on, to uplift, to encourage, to be that person in their lives, to say, you may not have this now, but I've got you. Now, we're not supposed to go out and save the world. That's God's job. But he, if you are faithful to do what he has asked you to do, then you know, you know what? Those broken down believers in your world, 
are going to be a little bit lifted up a little bit more. They're going to be lifted up a little bit closer to Jesus because you did your part. So I'm encouraging you today as you are looking around you and you see a broken down believer. Don't beat them up anymore. Build them up. Even if it's just a hug or a, an encouragement or just something. Don't judge. Don't condemn. Don't even lecture. I, I'm really bad about that because I am, you know, a teacher at heart and I tend to lecture. I don't mean to. I try not to. I keep telling myself, Tammy, you're an encourager. Tammy, you are not a counselor. I keep telling myself that. <laughs> but I just, I, if you can just do those couple things in those beaten down believers, I really believe that they're going to find their hope and they're going to get their ways back and their, their footing back so they can get back on their way to fulfilling the, the call that God has on their lives. Because it's, you can't continue, we can't continue to beat them down. We can't allow the religious spirits, the, the, the people that look really good on Sunday morning, but you don't know if they go to church when you pass them in the gym, those type of people. We cannot allow those people to be the influence. The We cannot allow those people to be the only Jesus that the congregation or the church members or the broken down believer sees. We can't. You have to do your part, shine your light, be all that you can be in your circle and stay connected. You have got to stay connected to God. You have got to get into the word. You have got to pray. And we, we all, we all, all, all are growing every day. You'll never, ever get to where you have to. You'll never get to where you can't keep growing with Jesus. You've got to keep growing because the more you grow, the more you set your eyes on the kingdom of heaven and what God has for you, the more that you do that, the more things will line up and the more opportunities will come and the more people that you will be able to influence. But our characters have to match our callings. And right now, if our lives are just between me and you on this airwaves, if this is what my, if this is what God's asking me to do, then I hope I encouraged you. I hope and pray that you will look around your circle today and you will see somebody that you can help build up and, and, um, somebody that you can help that they can find their hope again. I hope and pray this helped you and I hope and pray this helps refocus you and helps you see that you are special and you have a calling on your life to do what God has asked you to do in the people that is in your circle. And as each one of us change our circles or inspire our circles or light up our circles, as each one of us do that, guess what? This dark place is not going to be as dark anymore. The lights are going to start shining a little bit brighter. And that just starts with you, with me, and with the beat up believer being built up instead of beat up. So encourage today. Encourage, encourage. Love, love, love. Show God's love in a way that you would want it to be shown to you. And ask yourself, what scripture is someone reading about me today? 
because you know you're maybe the Bible, the only Bible that someone's reading. I love you guys, and I sincerely am praying for my podcast family that God will minister to you in a special way and use you for His glory because you know what? These are some serious times, exciting times that we're living in. And remember this, that you may only be a grain of sand on someone else's beach, but to God, you're still that grain of sand and he's still going to use you. So even though you can't, you feel like you've been lost in the crowd, don't just influence the people that God has assigned you to, you signed you to and show your light, be your light, be his light. And remember, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's all about him. And in closing, remember, we are here together to change a dark world. And if you need me, if you want to reach out to me, my email is healingfromwithintogether at gmail.com. And I will do my best to get back with you as soon as I possibly can. All right. Have a great day.